이 바닥엔 영원한 친구도 없고 원수도 없어. 이 바닥엔 영원한 친구도 없고 원수도 없어. 킹카 앤 퀸카 여러분 안녕하세요. Hello, Kinkas and Queencas. Welcome back to another episode of Kinka Podcast, where every week we celebrate the marriage of gay drama and language learning. Is my tagline getting old? Well, I don't know. I I only say this line once a week, and I haven't really said it in about eight weeks now. Well, I, I said it last week, but to me, it's good as new. But if you're feeling like it's getting old, If you don't tell me, I won't know. In today's episode, I am featuring another old movie starring Kim Hee-soo. If you haven't listened to last week's episode and thus, you're probably wondering why I'm featuring a movie starring Kim Hee-soo. You can pause here and check out last week's episode or you can just keep listening. I'll tell you why in just a few sentences. So in the third season of Kinga Podcast, I decided to focus on one female and one male actor, select four of their movies from their filmography, and then feature those movies on the podcast. And for the female actor, you guess it right, it's Kim Hee-soo. I was actually stunned by her performance in Hyena and Signal, so I decided I'd watch more of her work. And here I am today talking about one of her best performances according to, well, some of my Hangukin Chingudu. And the movie is. Tatcha. Tatcha. Okay, sorry. Um. I know I've been studying Korean and I've been using it for quite a while now, but the double jiut sound is still d- difficult for me. So it's tatcha, tatcha, the high rollers. So the Korean title is just tatcha, but I don't know why, but they decided to call it tatcha, the high rollers in English. And this movie was actually released in September 28, 2006. And yeah, it's. From 15 years ago, I was in first year high school then, yeah, 2006. And yeah, stop. You don't need to count to guess my age. If you're doing that, just stop. Because I always talk about my age in all of my podcasts. Uh, So if you didn't know my age before this episode, How did I watch this movie? Uh, last week, I said in the episode that I will be watching this movie using Netflix with the help of a VPN, a virtual private network, so I could access the this movie in the Korean Netflix movies. Unfortunately, Netflix started blocking VPNs, so it was actually to no avail. I had hope and I tried to be more resourceful and eventually I found a way to watch it. But without English nor Korean subtitles. 
if you want to know how I watched it, um, you can send me a message wherever. But I think you can just wait for it to be available on Netflix in your own country, wherever you are. Because I believe that there's a chance it will be available soon. No promises, but my guts tell me that this movie will eventually be available on Netflix. So yeah, if you can't watch Korean movies without subtitles, then just wait for it. And yeah, you, for now, you can listen to this episode. But listen to this episode if and only if you're okay with some spoilers. But anyway, if, you'll probably forget what I said here by the time it becomes available in the future. So, okay, can just continue listening. And before I share with you my thoughts about the film, Monjo, let me give you a synopsis, okay? I... I actually no longer like the synopsis from somewhere else. You know, where I used to source my synopsis, right? Um, but the, the only reason I was using those synopsis in the past was because I was lazy to write my own synopsis. And the reason why I don't want to use them now is because most of the times, the synopsis that are published online about these movies are not really good. So I decided I will be changing my method. So from now on, and before recording, I was honestly, I was thinking of writing my own synopsis in both Korean and English, but I also got lazy to write a Korean synopsis. So I'm only going to read my English synopsis right now. Okay, um, I'll practice writing better synopsis. So I'll practice writing better synopsis in the future. Maybe for next week's episode, I can write both Korean and English synopsis. So, all right, I'll read my English synopsis. Here we go. The film features the world of Tatcha. It's a world where the hand is faster than the eye. That sounds romantic, but this film is, in short, a movie about life, relationships, and mostly gambling. Gambling. It follows the life of Goni, who had an addiction in gambling. During his time, people used to play Hua Tu, a very old Korean card game that uses a deck of tiny cards with flowery image. Goni was bad at it, and he lost a lot of money due to cheaters. He stole from his sister and then lost more money. Then he went on a journey to learn how to be better and how to be a better cheater and defeat the group of cheaters who had defeated him in the past. The entire film, well, it follows his growth and his learnings. Synopsis usually have powerful last line or last lines. Um, in a world where cheaters cheat to win, Will our lead character also win by cheating? Or will fate cheat against him and win? So what did you think about my synopsis? Is it bad? Well, if it's bad, it was intentionally bad. Really. If it's good, um, don't lie to me. I know it's bad, 
<laughs> yeah, I, I know it. I, I know it. You don't have to say good words just to make me feel good. But yeah, that's my synopsis. And now it's it's time for my disorganized thoughts about the film. Uh, okay, uh, first, the movie seemed to have 10 chapters, each with a title or a theme. And I actually wrote them all down on my notebook, at least I tried to, but I think I missed number 8 and I didn't have the time to, you know, go back to the movie to look for it. And so I'm, I'm going to read those titles to you in Korean and well, maybe translate them to English too. And uh, this is somehow in lieu of the weekly vocabulary words because we're not doing that anymore. And yeah, OMG, what do I do with my Instagram? Because I, I've only been using Instagram to share the vocabulary words in the past. Right, but, uh, maybe I'll just, I'll just post episode arts and some beautiful quotes from movies. Uh, yeah, I'll think about that. But yeah, here are the chapter titles from the movie. So the first one is meaning beware of strangers. Next is 사는 게 예술이다. You can repeat after me, you know. 사는 게 예술이다. Living is an art. Third is 도박의 꽃, 가마, 설계자. So 도박의 꽃, 가마, 설계자. The flower of gambling and the architect fourth is or fancy money uh, i don't know how to say it better in english so i just came up with fancy money then fifth is violence is all about strength or violence is all about power yeah it's it has that you know, yeah. Okay, six. Adam down car. Adam down car. Beautiful knife, or it could also be beautiful sword, but I think beautiful knife sounds better. And then seventh, nuner pojimara. Nuner pojimara. Don't look them in the eye. So uh, that's the way I like to translate it, because literally it's just don't look the eye or don't look at the eye. But I prefer to say it's. Don't look them in the eye, like when you're trying to lie or something. I guess that's what it's trying to say. And then the eighth, yeah, that's the part that I missed. So I don't know what it's called, or maybe there really wasn't. Because I don't know, I, I think I was focused when I watched the movie, but yeah, I didn't get to see an eight. All of a sudden, it was already number nine. And number nine is 죽음의 액수. 죽음의 액수. So 죽음 죽다. You know that word, right? death and then exu is the sum amount of something so chugume exu i'd like to call it the price of death the price of death and finally number 10 munun hangsang dungdueso tachinda munun hangsang dungdueso tachinda doors always close behind one's back i'm not sure what it means but yeah Literally, I understand that, you know, when you go out and then the close, it, I mean, the doors are closed, it's close behind your back. So, yeah. 문은 항상 등두에서 닫힌다. 
it's not the same as the saying behind closed doors. Yeah, I, I don't think they're related at all. So, yeah, so those are just it. And what do you want me to say? Nothing? Yeah, uh, I, I have nothing to say about those chapters, but I guess I just enjoy that there were chapters because it helped a lot in me understanding what was going on. Okay, and um, yeah, if I remember it right, I first saw Kim Hesu's character Jong Madam in Tobage Kot Sargeja, The Flower of Gambling and the Architect, so the third chapter. Um, of course, Jong Madam was, I think she was the Tobage Kot because she was pretty and she was on top of the business of gambling and cheating. And I'm not sure if I got it right, but I think the architect must be Pyongyang Jang, because he was like a manor to Guni, and they became pretty close. Yeah, throughout the journey in the story, they became pretty close. And by the way, the actor who played Guni was Jo Seung Woo. Jo Seung, sorry, Jo Seung Woo. I I think that's how his name was pro is pronounced. Jo Seung Woo. Sungu, yeah, Joe Sungu. He is, yeah, I think he's a really good actor, and I've seen him in the K dramas Stranger, and he was also the lead guy in Sizi Foos, which I featured in the previous season. If you still haven't listened to that episode, please listen to it later. Okay, and yeah, I think Sungu, Joe Sungu had other movies and dramas that I didn't get to watch yet, maybe I'll consider featuring him or his films in another season because for this third season, it has already been decided and uh, I'm not going to tell you yet who the actor I'm featuring for this month is I mean, for this season is but yeah, because for this month, I just want us to focus on Kim Hesu. So, 여러분도 이번 달 가지만 김혜수에 집중하시고요. Yeah, and so what are my thoughts about the movie? F uh, first, I personally don't like gambling. And although we can say that life in general is a gamble, I still think that life gambles, you know, the gambles that we make in life, not the gambling that we do in casino or anything, are, yeah, the life gambles are actually very incomparable to gambling in general. Because um, I think money used for gambling are better off used elsewhere. And yeah, some people think that gambling produces easy money. And that could be true. However, it also takes away all your money just as fast. So if you're listening to this, my advice is, well, own your decisions with money. Yeah, I, I won't ask you to not gamble because... It's your life, it's your money, and it's your decision. Just be wise with how you deal with your money, okay? And yeah, this podcast is not an advice corner or anything like that. I just like to share my principles once in a while. And if you agree with me, let me know. If you don't, I'd appreciate it if you could also let me know, all right? And okay, so yeah, I think this movie is rated 18 or 19. Well, the theme is gambling, so and there's also quite a lot of violence. And there were also a few nude scenes. It was my first time 
seeing a nude scene in a Korean movie, I think. And I won't speak more because I don't want my podcast to be suggestive or anything. And yeah, you can just watch it if you're curious. But make sure that you're 18 or 19, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, to be honest, without the chapter titles, I could have easily gotten confused with the plot. There were some time jumps which were confusing. And if not for a few time indicators in the movie, I would have easily gotten lost. Like, I wasn't sure, like, was that scene from the past or are we back to the present? I mean, this technique is still being implemented in a lot of Korean dramas and films right now. But I think it's much easier to understand time jumps in K-dramas right now as compared to this film in the past. I don't know, maybe it's just me. Um, why don't you try to watch it as well and let me know if some time jumps and change of scene suddenly got you confused. You know, I just want to know I'm not the only one. Yeah. Also, I already mentioned that the card game, the card game that they were playing in this film. Yeah, I already mentioned what it's called. It's called Huatu in Korean. But it might actually be exactly the same as Hanafuda in Japan. Um, although I, I don't know how these games are being played, to be honest. But I guess right now people don't really play Hatu to ga gamble anymore. Perhaps some f group of friends just play Hatu to decide who's going to wash the dishes or who's going to pay for food delivery, something like that. Maybe they don't gamble as much as in the past. Maybe. If you're curious about gambling in Korea, you can you can Google that. But as far as I know, the Korean government is very strict with Koreans when it comes to gambling. And their laws might not be the same for foreigners when it comes to gambling. Um, yeah, according to one source that I read, Koreans are actually only ever allowed to gamble in one casino somewhere near Seoul, I think. Uh, yeah, okay, enough about gambling. I don't want to sound like I'm encouraging you to do that because I'm not, okay? But, okay, the dogs are, the dogs are angry. Hey, do you think there are lessons that we can learn from this movie? Do I think that there are lessons that we can learn from this movie? Um, well, don't gamble is one for sure. Take it or leave it. And... There's one other lesson that I'd like to share with you. It's actually the first sentence you've heard from this episode. 이 바닥엔 영원한 친구도 없고 원수도 없어. In this world, friendships and enmities don't last forever. That's my own translation, by the way. It can be translated in so many other ways. Like, you can say that in this world, an eternal friend or an eternal enemy doesn't exist. It sounds weird to me. That's why I decided... To just say, in this world, friendships and enmities don't last forever. So yeah, you can choose your own translation. In general, I agree that nothing lasts forever. Because forever is... Forever does not exist. I mean, yeah. It doesn't exist in our lifetime and there's no use hoping for forever. But yeah, I think what this sentence wants to focus on... This sentence wants... To focus on is that we should constantly weigh our relationships maybe 
because, you know, weighing relationships might sound a little awkward and weird, but if we can't qualify or quantify our relationships, we cannot be able to manage it. It's it's actually something that I learned from work when I was in my early 20s. I'm still in my 20s right now, but I'm in my late 20s. So what you can, this is what I learned. What you can count, so in our terms that qualify or quantify, you can control or manage. What you can count, you can control. And I guess the same applies, the same principle applies for relationships. Yeah, so this lesson was actually one of the wonchik, the rules and principles shared by Pyongyang Jang Tokuni about life and while playing hard to. Um, should I tell you about the ending of the film? Should I? No, I won't spoil the movie for you that way. But what what is my favorite scene? Well, that would be when Kony was on a train. Uh, to be precise, he was hanging on his bag that was latched onto the train's door. That was amazing and sad, actually. Especially when all his money flew and he decided to just let go. Oops. <laughs> that's actually that's actually almost the ending. But the story doesn't end there, so I didn't spoil the movie for you, okay? Yeah, that's not the ending, so I, I didn't really spoil it for you. And so how about Kim Hesu's performance, you know? Because I, I watched this because of Kim Hesu, right? I mean, I'm I'm doing all this because I wanted to feature Kim Hesu. So, let's talk about her. Um about her performance. Honestly, I wasn't surprised with her role in this film. Reason is I have already seen her on Hyena where she played a really fierce character. And she was also very de- deceptive. And it felt like it was somehow the same in Tatcha. So I wasn't surprised by her role here. And I wasn't surprised by her performance either. It was stellar, I think. And the range of emotions that she presented and how she played around with different characters. I think she did really well. And I'm feeling, although I'm I'm actually feeling that she might have been typecasted as a powerful woman because of her ex- expertise and deceit. She might have been typecasted that way, but I hope not. Um, her character in Signal was different, so maybe not. But we'll see, because I'm still gonna watch, I'm still gonna go watch some of her movies and share it all with you. So yeah, uh, this, this, you know... This episode might be shorter than most of the episodes I've ever published on this podcast. But I feel like, yeah, the dogs, I think the dogs agree with me that it's just the right length for what I'm trying to achieve in this episode. And so if you have other opinions, just let me know. Reach me out on Twitter or IG or Facebook or wherever. And yeah, by the way, I I still haven't searched it, but the final song from Tatcha was quite unique. If I find it somewhere, I'll share the link in the show notes so you can also get to listen to it. Maybe I'll also add it to my Spotify playlist. But I'm not sure it will it will fit. I mean, it will go along with the music that I have on my Spotify playlist, but we'll try. And uh, do I recommend you watching this movie? Well, if 
if you're learning Korean and you can speak Korean, I recommend that you watch this without subtitles and you can ask me how to watch it. But if you're just, you know, a hobbyist watching Korean movies, I suggest that you watch it later on when it becomes available on Netflix or wherever. And yeah, in general, this, uh, I think I can recommend this movie because it's a nice thing to watch. There are things to learn. And, you know, if even you're, if you're even by a bit interested in what kind of movies they had in the early 2000s, yeah, you might as well watch this because it's really good and it features a lot of really veteran actors like the actors that we now see in a lot of K-dramas and K-movies. Yeah, you'll see several of them in this movie. And there's also Tacha... What's the second movie? I forgot the... The Hidden Card, I think that was the second edition or the... What do you call that? Yeah, the second edition of the movie? Like, part two, but they're... I'm not sure if they're related, but I, I saw that one character from Tatcha the High Rollers is also in the Tatcha the Hidden Card, but maybe the stories are not perfectly related, but we'll see. I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch Tatcha the Hidden Card, but I think that one is available somewhere more easily to access, but probably without subtitles as well. So yeah, we can all just wait until all of these become available on Netflix. And... Yeah, that is all for today. I hope you learned a thing or two from this episode. If you enjoyed listening to me today, remember to subscribe or follow this podcast if you still haven't. And yeah, share it with your friends if you think they can also benefit from listening to the likes of yours truly. Anyway, 여기까지 들어주셔서 정말 감사하고요. Yeah, before I forget, for next week's episode, I'm going to feature 도둑들 or The Thieves. It's available on Netflix the last time I checked. So let's watch it before next Sunday. Okay. 네, 다음 주에 봐요. 안녕히 계세요.